Coming up, Joffrey's is replacing the sewer water that Disney has been passing off as coffee for the last hundred years. And Disneyland's White Rabbit is starting to sound like a potential guest on Jerry Springer. All that plus this week's Roundtable Rapid Fire and a new contest coming up. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 577, for the week of February 26th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com, experts in helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. One great reason to choose Dreams is that most of our agents are stay-at-home moms who are working hard to make money and take care of their kids so our economy can grow and America can be strong and prosperous. So if you don't book with Dreams, it means you're against mothers and against America. (laughs) DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. Saving America, one vacation at a time. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you forgot to mention the troops. You say they're against the troops, They're too. against the troops. You didn't yeah. put mother in there somehow? Or? Well, hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined by our celebrity spokesmodels, John Magi, Kevin Close, Julie Martin, and Sacagawea. <laughs> is that his Indian name? I thought it was Runs with Scissors. <laughs> well, he runs with scissors. He doesn't use them to cut his hair, though. Uh, back in the uh, production nook, our producer Dustin West, along with Sean Thompson and Craig Williams. And uh, Sean has asked that we call him Quavanzane. <laughs> Quavanzane. Quavanzane. <laughs> Just since the Oscars. Little Q. Little Q. That's you. Little Q. <laughs> we have many names for Sean, none Stop. of which I can share. Um, Okay, housekeeping. Um, If you have questions or comments for the team, don't be shy. Send us an email, podcast at disunplugged.com, or give us a call toll-free, 1-877-310-9662. We'll be doing our email voicemail shows once a month from now on. And if we use your email or voicemail on the show, you'll get your choice of a Diz Unplugged pin and lanyard or a Diz Unplugged t-shirt. And once a month, we will choose someone at random for a shot at the prize matron. And speaking of the prize matron, I believe we have a prize to give away today. We haven't done that in a while. No, we haven't. And I know Brad is going to be really excited because <laughs> he kind of slipped through the cracks. And he's been very persistent, so I appreciate that. <laughs> and he chose number 32. Brad chose number 32. And let's see. Let's see what Brad has won. You have won. Two tickets to a Disney water park. You'll enjoy a day of your choice at either Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach, courtesy of your friends at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Congratulations and thanks for listening. Yay! Yay. That was fun. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> that was it. Okay. Um, uh, you want us to just pick prizes? Yeah, really. We'll start picking the numbers. Um. Something that I just wanted to throw in housekeeping because I thought it was it was really cute. Uh, I, I was reading on the Huffington Post earlier this week a note that a six-year-old boy sent to Disney Cruise Line after his uh, uh, after his parents took him on a cruise. And I'm actually I should should have had it up here, but I didn't. So hold on a second. 
so I can read it. Basically, the kid's telling him, why don't you have anything for little boys to do? Um, it was a really cute handwritten note, and apparently my internet connection is uh, slow as could be. Dear Disney Cruise Line, my name is Ethan. I am eight years old. I'm sorry, eight years old, not six. I just got back from a trip on the Disney Dream. I had a pretty good time, <laughs> but it could have been better. I wish I could have met some princes like Aladdin or Eric, but there were no boy characters on the ship. Uh, I would also like to meet Jack Sparrow. It made me a little sad, and I complained a lot. I'm not sure we'll go on another cruise again. Uh, I hope that you make a change that other little boys can meet the guys they think are cool. Sincerely, Ethan. And like I posted on Facebook, amen, Brother Ethan. Um, You know, this has been something. Actually, major changes were made to Fantasyland when Tom Staggs took over. And he looked at the plans for Fantasyland, and he's like, I have three boys. What's there for them? And because originally it was going to be princess, you know, basically a princess land. And so it kind of got changed up because of that. And, you know, I've heard this said before that cruise line or just Disney in general, the focus is princes or princesses. It's pretty heavy on princesses. And it's not big on, you know, stuff for little boys to do. So I thought this was was really cute. Now, I get in trouble every now and again because I'll make, you know, my, my politics will fall out of me sometimes and I can't help myself. And, uh, you know, I, I lean to the left. And, of course, the Huffington Post is no one's uh, no, no one's uh, idea of conservative. Um, some of the comments from some of the people, the liberals, on this, uh, on this post, on the Huffington Post, were just disgusting. Um, How could you have a bad... Feeling about what oh, the parents are exploiting the child for a free cruise. And the parents are this and the parents are that. You know what? Shut the hell up. I got to tell you, that you should never read the comments on anything. No, you really should always degrade. Did you ever worst. read the comments on CNN.com? I need to take a bath in a Xanax when I'm done. <laughs> it's always yeah, degrades into of the them. worst of humanity in comments. It's people now, hiding behind their computers. It's just, right. you know, it's... it's that's true. That's true, I think, generally speaking. But, you know, it, I mean, I, look, I get it. I work on the Internet. I understand how it goes. It's part and parcel with the Internet. But even something like this, I mean, this, we know anybody who's been to the parks, if you have little boys and you've been to the parks or you've been on the cruise, you know. And the only really character there for them is, is Captain Jack Sparrow. And the line to see him is absurd. Uh, so, but I, I don't know. I got really, I was getting really angry reading some of these comments. I'm not going to read them verbatim here. But I have to tell you, in my opinion, especially where you meet um, Rapunzel, in the, I think in the Magic Kingdom, I think it's Rapunzel, they could also set up Flynn Rider right next to her and as a separate line, you know, so that. If- well, they did that once and he had a wardrobe malfunction. But I've seen I've seen, him and, I've seen him and her together, and I've seen um, no, they used to have him, right? Tiana and Naveen. Naveen. All you have to do is it was on our boards. Let's just say that Flynn. There was no doubting he was a boy. No, really, a very lucky boy. 
Where am I when this stuff happens? It's horrible. Flynn was much man. That was a, it was a it was a little more magical that day in the kingdom, wasn't it? And people posted pictures of it. It was like, whoa. <laughs> John, get in the car. <laughs> I'm we sorry. I'm now. sorry. Some of us in the room are a little gayer uh, today after yeah. the Oscars on on no, Sunday. It is after no sleep at all. <laughs> and the Oscars. Come on, Jennifer Hudson, Shirley Bassey, Barbara Streisand, and Adele all in one show. Please, I my my limp, my wrist was getting limper by the minute watching that show. Um, wow, housekeeping has really gone somewhere else. Sure has. has. Boy. Um, all right. So I I wanted to point that out. We're going to put a link to that in the show notes page. People should go and read. The cute letter that this eight-year-old boy wrote, and ignore the comments of the morons on the Huffington Post that were leaving them. Um, and like I said, you know, I, 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 you know, I've I've made some comments that have upset people who are of more conservative uh, persuasions. Um, uh, look, the crazies on the left, I don't care for them either. So, well, I just want to say this too. There's no. There's, because of the of a website like this, there's no telling who these people are. Well, I'm no, but, 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 but look, right. when the ones that start in with the evil corporation, because any corporation that's successful uh, yeah. is evil, because we should all live in a commune and share our vegetables with each other, um, <laughs> you know, that's pretty obvious where that's coming from. You don't? So, <laughs> have you seen his backyard? <laughs> Unless the commune room. has a coach store, no. <laughs> I'm, I am I am a capitalist. I like capitalism. Okay, they're linking to the photos of Flynn Rider on the chat. <laughs> <laughs> We've piqued their interest. Oh, our chat, our, 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 the chatterati are, are checking. And one out. mother says that she threatens her son with a princess makeover if he whines in the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> if you want to join the chat, disunplugged.com. We broadcast the show live every week, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. On Tuesdays, disunplug.com, and uh, you can join the Chatterati. How many people we have in there now, Shawnee? About 300. Nice. Wow. Sh- uh, ju- nice. Julie, open your shirt a little bit. <laughs> Julie went. Damn. <laughs> Julie went to a pink concert. Is that what they're asking? And I chat? went to an Annette Funich concert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure her, her husband, more. who was watching oh, okay. right now, I'm sure her husband was really thrilled with, Julie, open your shirt. I didn't say, Julie, take your shirt off. <laughs> now stand up on the balls of your feet. No! <laughs> now flex. Now flex. Oh, well, you don't. You'll, you'll be. You'll I, no, no, okay, okay. pull it back. Pull it back. it in. Because it in, I'm folks. ready to go somewhere I shouldn't go. I don't even know why that's funny. Because of where I was going to take it. All right. Um, what else do we have in housekeeping? Isn't that enough? Anything? Anyone? Uh, I think we wanted to mention the New Jersey meet. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm not looking at my script. Shame on me. New Jersey meet. April 26th through the 28th in Bridgewater, New Jersey. Um, most of the team is going to be there. We're going to be doing a show from there. And uh, we'll be there all weekend. Ferris and Finley are going to be there, too. Ferris and Finley are going to be there. <laughs> and uh, that alone is worth the price of admission. And even if you cannot attend, what I was really happy to hear is that uh, people that can attend, people from other parts of the country, have been making donations to help support them. I really appreciate that. Um, and I know they do as well. It takes a lot of work to put these on. April 26th through the 28th in Bridgewater, New Jersey, my old stomping grounds. I've never been to New Jersey. Wow. <laughs> wow, we're going to have to uh, 
<laughs> oh, I've already been told I'm getting taken to a nail salon. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, I mean, you make that sound so exotic. So we, I don't do my nails. Well, no, she's gonna. She, she, you, you, you know what, what happens you when they go Jersey nails. Salon. Go, exactly a Jersey right. nail salon, and then she's gonna get her hair done. It's gonna be piled up to here. Oh, oh, I, I know how to make a poof. I could do that. Oh, not, come not out a Jersey like Teresa poof. Judice. Yeah, exactly. Real Housewives of New Jersey. Don't make me start doing my. My, my, my Teresa impersonation. I, I want to see it, actually. I would not be opposed to a Snooky makeover to raise money. You're going to flip the table? <laughs> okay. Okay. So I it's out it. there. If How much how much do we need to oh. see come in? I want to see $1,000 in the next week come in for the New Jersey meet. <laughs> and Just if we get $1,000 in the next week for the New Jersey meet, Julie will get a Snooky makeover. Like leopard and a baby and everything? The whole nine yards. I have two babies. <laughs> so leopard and what? Well, You're already a hashtag. Julia Snooky. Thousand dollars in the next week. Wow. So, yeah, cool. You're gonna I, need a. Bump I wouldn't it. be opposed. Are you gonna? You got to stuff my front and my back. Oh, we're gonna have to put a major fat suit on you, honey. Um, poor Julie. I was thinking Soaking like balloons filled weighs. with pudding. I wasn't thinking like a fat suit. Soaking wet, she weighs eleven pounds. Oh, no, they're asking if they donate. Will you wear this to the meet? Um, not the one where we record the show, but maybe to one of oh, the no, events. I think if you go a little more, you could probably get it. They, they could probably get it to wear it on the show. I mean, 2500 she wears it on the show. <laughs> there you go. 5000 she'll wear it every day for a week. I need volunteers to help because I don't know what to do. Oh, oh Nikki, trust me. Nikki Mancini's all over it already. <laughs> you okay? will have plenty of... Plenty She's got of the outfit girls. in her closet already. <laughs> I'm sure. She's got this. Plenty of Jersey girls. She's an Italian from New Jersey. She's she's got this. She's got this covered. Trust me, it's it's genetic. They all know how to. Now everyone wants to see Corey as Polly D. I don't know who that one is. Is that that's not going to happen? Sorry, guys. (laughs) I mean, I can speak for him. I'm sure, right, Corey? (laughs) (sighs) You never know where it's going to go. All right. Anything else in housekeeping? Housekeeping going once, going twice. Over to Johnny with the news. Oh, I thought we changed up the show. No, we didn't. I wasn't ready. That's what happens when you don't show up and don't watch. <laughs> when I don't show up for rehearsal. <laughs> oh, we watch. <laughs> I watched when you did my segment. Doesn't that count? All right. Our first news story. It's official. Joffrey's named specialty coffee for Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and I DVC. wish I had a hallelujah dropping. Hallelujah. There you go. February 19th, Disney announced Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company has become the new official specialty coffee provider for Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland Resort, and Vacation Club properties. In what's being described as a, quote, long-term strategic alliance, Joffrey's Coffee will be the first Disney corporate alliance sponsor in the category of specialty coffee. The Tampa-based... Joffrey's Coffee and Tea has been a presence at Walt Disney World Resort since 1995. Joffrey's has operated coffee kiosks inside and outside the theme parks, as well as select resort locations and signature dining locations. Uh, pretty much just more of good news for us. Any place any place where Disney is actually grinding the beans and making the coffee is Joffrey's. And it is good coffee. It it's is. It's not, you know, amazing, but... It's good. It's very good. I very I, much I, enjoyed it. I, I seek out those kiosks all the time. And I think that this is this being made the official coffee now 
And what I thought was really important in this announcement is that Joffrey's is making a special blend to go in the rooms. Oh, nice. oh wow. They are oh, wow. replacing that nasty, awful crap they have been putting in the rooms for all these years. Finally, finally, we can have a decent cup of coffee in our hotel room that we're spending $500 a night on. It does say at select resorts, so it's not going to be at Well, it's resort. select resorts because not all the resorts have coffee, coffee makers. makers right. um, I just want you to know that Teresa has decided she likes Sean better doing the news. <laughs> oh, is she in chat? <laughs> of course she is, I'm sure. Sean and, or Teresa and Corey. Yeah, I mean, I always try to, to sit and watch. and. Well, not I, Kathy? Kathy doesn't. She's not on. She's not on camera. She's, she's not shunning us. She's shunning us. She's withdrawing her love and support. I have she's to not say, the, the first time I had Joffrey's coffee was at Club Thirty Three, and I just kept saying, "This is so good. This is so good." I, I drank like five cups. <laughs> it was a little too much coffee. It is. It's really good coffee. It's not the burnt Starbucks garbage. It's actually. I, I know you're a Starbucks fan, darling. I know, but I create. I like the way it tastes. <sighs> Just even the black coffee? Well, then, yeah. you know, let's... Well, well, I put sugar and milk in it. I don't drink right. milk. Right, okay. So we'll just start burning all your food. <laughs> um, but it's, it, it's, it, it's, a good, it's a good coffee. This is a long time coming. This is a long... But what am I going to... Can't, I can't whine about this anymore. I can't whine about the coffee at Disney because it's going to be good. You'll find something else. Just say, I'm sure. I will, have to find a new cause, I will have to find a new cause celeb. Um... But this is uh, this is great news. This is great news for coffee lovers. Um, that Joffrey's will be uh, be providing the coffee. I'm very very happy about I agree. this. Very I'm excited happy about too it. myself. I have to make an amendment. Kathy is now calling me names on chat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and our second news story. This one's going to get me in trouble. Universal Orlando drops healthcare for part time employees. Universal Orlando is dropping health care coverage for their part-time employees beginning in 2014. The new policy is due to, due to a change in federal health care laws that would restrict annual limits on insurance payouts. Universal offered a plan like this to their part-time staff, which also guaranteed the employees lower premiums. Their current plan costs employees $14 per week and has a maximum payout for services. For example, annual hospital coverage stops at $5,000. There are about 500 part-time employees that will be affected by the change. Universal spokesman Tom Schroeder said, quote, We care about our team members and we want them to have the best, most affordable medical benefits we can provide. So we're taking it away from them. This particular issue affects about 3% of our 17,000 team members, and we're going to continue to work hard towards a solution. Well, okay. It's Obama's fault, first of all. That's basically what they're saying here. It's Obamacare that's causing this. Um, Time Magazine had a phenomenal article this week, and we'll, I'll get a link to it. We'll put it in the show notes page, about the part of the conversation that when we talk about health care and insurance premiums and things like that, the part of the conversation that never seems to get talked about, why is the cost of health care so high? And this was an investigative journalist, journalism article that, unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. If you're not pissed off after reading this article, there's something wrong with you. What they're doing here, what they're doing here 
look, we have to fix the system. There's no question. This fist, the system has to be fixed. And, 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 and the universal health care bill was not a silver bullet to do that. Part of it, though, is that companies have to step up and cover their people. For an organization that is investing billions of dollars right now in expanding its parks to say that we're not going to step one step further than where we are right now to provide health insurance for these part-time employees. It's a huge benefit for thankless work that these frontline cast members, whether they're at Disney or Universal, do. Maybe you have to pass on some of the cost to them. Maybe you have to absorb some of the cost yourself. But it's part of what we have to do right now to get past this issue where people can't get basic health care. People can't get basic health care. And you're going to spend all this money expanding your resort. Great. That's fine. What about the people who have to work it? I see something like this, and it just, it just, <clears throat> we're live now, and oh, God. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I can't say what I want to say. I've never had a part-time job where just, health insurance so was funny. provided. I was just going to ask that around the table. Has anyone ever had a part-time job where you were given health insurance? Yes, I have. Have you really? I have yes. not. No. And, and look, it's not normal, but it has been part of the equation and Florida theme parks for a very long time. The problem Disney. is you can't take something away from it. <clears throat> it's different if you didn't offer it to yeah. begin with. Well, but wasn't it just sold to a new company? Comcast. I mean, and Comcast has been investing heavily. Um, and, okay, I'm not going to get into the politics of it because I'm, I'm going to get in trouble. So I'm going to stay away from the politics of it because anybody that looks scr- scratches even slightly beneath the surface of Comcast can figure out, a five-year-old can figure out what Comcast's issues are with the federal government right now. But the fact that, again, I got to, this is my first real rant since we went live. It is. And I'm, I'm having to edit myself, and I don't like it. I really don't. I but would- just suffice it to say, I think this sucks. I think Universal should be ashamed of themselves for doing this. I think they could have worked something else out uh, that right now all these people, because they're saying it affects 3% of their workforce, I think their part-time workforce is a lot higher than 3%. I was thinking the same thing. I worked for a company that was sold one time, and not only did you lose all your benefits, you had to reapply for your job. So, I mean, I lost my health care, and I had a full-time job, but, and I had to reapply for it. And just before anybody starts whining, I say this as an employer who pays 100% of his employees' health insurance. My, my employees, my full-time employees, don't pay a dime for their health insurance in my company, in our company, excuse me. So, because I feel that is one of the things I can do as a benefit to my, and, and trust me, it ain't cheap. Well, it ain't cheap. Think about it. This, these terms, you know how much we pay. <sighs> Tremendous amount. It is the second highest bill we have after payroll is health insurance. So I understand how expensive it is. But when you get into someone like you get into a Comcast or you get into a Universal, their, their pool of people is much larger. 
So their cost per person is much lower. The more people you have, the lower your premium. According to this, it says this change, not this is how many part-time people, it says this change will affect 500 part-time employees. So according to this article, 500 current part-time employees will lose this benefit. What is that in real dollars? How much could that be in real dollars? It's tough. Know. It's tough to take away a benefit from people. It really is. It's different if you didn't have it to begin with. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now, Disney still gives part-time cast members insurance, don't they? Um, I think you have to sign up for it and pay extra out of your paycheck. Is that right? right. I, I, I never. I never received it as part-time. Yeah, you guys were all full-time. Part-time. Yeah. So, I, well, I'm even sure. full-time, even as a full-time employee, you had to pay a certain amount every month. Look, I understand. Look, I'm not going to I'm not going to fault any company that needs to pass on some of the expense. I I get it. I get it. Like I said, you know, now I, we have a small company, we're covering what 20 people. Um and so it's a little different for us, but I I can understand why some companies say, "Okay, look, we're going to we can cover some of it. You have to cover some of it too because of of the prices of it." And so I I get the issue, but I don't know. It just when I when I read this story, something just struck me the wrong way. That with the amount of money we've talked multiple times about, the amount of money Comcast is investing in their parks, in those parks now, especially now that they now own them outright. They they're buying GE out of the rest of its ownership stake in in, in that in NBC and, and Universal. So they and I think that was what seventeen billion more, or some ridiculous amount of money. Um, look, I understand the bottom line, and I understand having to answer to shareholders. But you also have to invest, while you're investing in your parks, you have to invest in your people, too. And I think a company like this could find a solution, and I hope they do. I worked for Sears at one time when I was very young, and everybody was told that everybody would be moving to part-time because health insurance didn't have to be offered to part-time employees. I worked for another company that decided that uh, health insurance was so expensive you had to pay for half of it, and if you smoked, you were fired. (laughs) You couldn't smoke in the building. If you were caught smoking in a restaurant by someone in the management, you were fired. Wow. There was was getting to be a point, too, where employers could make you pay more if you were overweight, Mm -hmm. if you were a woman. Uh, of childbearing right. years. So it's all very much this sort of nebulous what a, a company can and can't do. I do want to point something out, and this is very general. I just want to put this out as a general thing. A lot of people come down on, on Obamacare. A lot of people come down on the health insurance reform, and it's not perfect, and it's not the best no, solution. It's not. But for a small business, one of the benefits we got is all of our health care is a write-off. That is now, now it is. Now is a write-off. It never happened before. I don't know of a company this size. I assume there's tax benefits for them as well. We got well because we pay all of it. We got a tax benefit. Right. Um, there is a large group of people in chat who are looking to apply for jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we you didn't expect this to be an influx of applications. We now have a we now have a one in one out policy. So. <laughs> Oh, you say that about the dogs at home, too. <laughs> we do. And the bags, and the coach bags at home, too. Um, look, I, I really want people to go read this article, this Time Magazine article, because part, uh, part of the discussion that is never had 
is why does it cost so much? Why does it cost so much? And when you read how hospitals are setting pricing, you will want to burn them to the ground. It was, I was stunned reading this article. Stunned. And that's the part of the discussion that I know has nothing to do with Disney. Sorry. But that's the part of the discussion that I think, because you know, what they talk about in the article is how the lobby for these organizations makes sure the conversation only goes to how to pay for health insurance. Never. They, they do very well at making sure the conversation never goes to why is it so expensive in the first place? Why is that? When you take a look, oh, no, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. Read the article, disunplug.com, in the show notes. There'll be a link to it. Let me bring this around to Disney. Thank so we, you. So we can. Can so, we put a link to that article in the show notes, please? So he just said he was going to do. Oh, I should listen then. You <laughs> should. Yeah, oh, only one of his earbuds is working. I was going to say, yeah, know, he spoke into the one that's not. Our health insurance doesn't cover hearing, apparently. Um, do we feel now, is this. Universal did it. Now this gives the right for Disney to do it and SeaWorld to do it as they do. You know, one of them raises a ticket price. They all raise a ticket price. It might be. It might be. It might be. I don't know. I I don't know. You know. uh, And then what does that do? Then what does that do? You're watching Pete bite his tongue. I know. He's going to explode. I am. I'm going to explode. He's going to bite it off. And then what does that do to the guest experience? Well, how does that trickle down to uh, an unhappy employee, now cast member, now coming in contact with a guest in a theme park? But if that, you work in a theme park, you must get every disease going around. You know what I mean? Anything that can be communicable, right? you would catch because everyone from all over the world is coming there. So you would stay sick and you have to go to work sick and get other people sick or stay home and not have any money. So you have no choice but to go to work And that's something you know all too well. Walter, at one point, had worked uh, for the state uh, state uh, corrections department and was in constant contact with prisoners. And I run across three different, three hundred different people a week usually. And how many times? And I was always. Did you have like life-threatening staph infections? I know. I remember that. It was really bad. I mean, there like the last one was. I mean, really, like a couple days away from killing him. but so yeah, when you're that's you're, that's a great point that when you're around the public like that, you're more susceptible because you're coming in contact with these people, and now you get sick, you don't have any health insurance. Well, right. John and I actually talk about this. We live in a bubble. We work in a bubble. We work from home. So the minute I'm around right, the people, right, right. I get exactly. sick. Exactly. You go on a podcast cruise and you come home with the plague. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's true. It's you're it's just true. not a. Re- I mean, when I used to teach, we used to joke about. But the it's fact the best that kind of plague. Yeah, we mean it in the nicest way. I could. <laughs> I used to yeah, teach, we, and every September you knew you're going to be prepared. Play. Yeah, because they're coming back, and they've got little germs with them. I like it when Walter says he got this infection in prison. <laughs> it was a <laughs> well, you know, you know, I had a, I had to like start correcting myself because you know, oh. after he left, I used to say to people, yeah, once Walter left the prison. And I was oh. bad for that too. I would never say I worked in the prison. It's like when I when I got out of prison, it's just like, or when I was pr- on probation. As I do that to I Kathleen all the time. I do Kathleen. Yeah. Is this what you learned in prison? <laughs> she said, "Yep, I did." Kathleen, John's assistant, and Walter used to work together in the Department of Corrections. That's where that connection came from. That's how Kathleen. Quick, what could Kathleen possibly do? No, 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 no she was. No, I trust know. me. She, 
<laughs> she can be ruthless. Now, did you all hear you. that connection? That's how you get a job. <laughs> yeah, really. Really. All right. And you have to be ultimately qualified also. Yes. And I'm not saying, please, Kathleen is. Oh, yeah. Kathleen can be scary on our side. Yes. So I'm glad she's on our Uh, side. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Should we move on to our final news story? Oh, yeah. This one's a fun one. We thought the last one made your head explode. Video appears to show Disneyland character, the White Rabbit, in altercation with guests. Oh, it doesn't appear to show. It shows it. New video obtained by 10 News in San Diego, California, appears to show a Disneyland character, the White Rabbit, cursing and getting into a physical altercation with a Disneyland park guest. I told you, he's one step away from Jerry Springer. In the 30-second video... Oh, my goodness. That, that Manuel Carlos shot on his cell phone during a June visit to Disneyland, it shows both of his daughters pulling on the tail of the White Rabbit... And then immediately afterwards, the rabbit follows them through the crowd. Jocelyn Carlos, 14, said the character held her by the arm and neck. Quote, he told me, don't you ever do that again or I will call security and tell your stupid friend to stop doing it too. Moments later, someone is heard yelling, hey you, get off of her. Jocelyn's sister Alexis has said it was her. Uh, he was holding her roughly and I was scared, said Alexis. In the video... The rabbit does let go, but the sisters say they heard someone, someone's parting words, which were, quote, don't even start your beep with me. And beep being an ex- expl- expletive. It's a waskily rabbit. Jocelyn said there was no doubt who said those words. It was the white rabbit. At the end of the video, the, rabbit, the white rabbit appears to push someone out of the way. The family said they didn't complain for fear of getting kicked out of the park. Now, Recently, a Spring Valley family filed suit after they said the white rabbit, during an August visit, brushed off their sons and two other relatives to hug a white and Asian child. The family's attorney, Don Gillian, plans to use this new video as evidence in the suit. He's saying this is classic evidence that these characters are not supervised and they think they can get away with treating any guests very poorly. Uh, It's clear as day these guest members, these cast members aren't too concerned about behaving badly in public. Um, well, first of all, for a costumed character, not a face character, a costumed character to be speaking, that is... Unheard of. Absolutely. Rule number one, you should lose your job. Now, I wonder if the guy playing the White Rabbit in this instance, and the guy playing the White Rabbit in this racial incident, or this, if it's the same guy, or do they just pick drunken people to play the White Rabbit? I mean, I've um, never actually seen the White Rabbit out and about, ever. And, you know, he's upset because they were pulling on his tail. It's not actually your tail, okay? It's a costume. He's like chasing them like it hurt him or something. Do we have, did we by any chance did get the White video Rabbit have a bad day? <laughs> We don't have that. I did see the video, and I don't know the extent of what they were doing. These girls were harassing this costume. Oh, she just pulled on his tail a little bit. There was some pushing and some. He was interacting with a child, and they were behind him, and they were they were provoking him, and they were having fun at his expense. However, is his reaction appropriate? No. And the second thing is, we've been in Disneyland, and we've noticed this. There's many times they're out without handlers. Right. And I said that to Kevin. I'm like, what is stopping any group of kids from picking on this character? I also have to wonder. 
and this might not even be appropriate conversation. I think to myself, I understand that you know your job rules going in, but there has to be, I mean, it's probably warm when you're the white rabbit. And I think to myself, would any of us not react if someone was pushing or kicking or poking at us or something like I that? Would, if I, I'd be looking for my handler, but if I don't have one, then there's no one to help you. I, you know, then you and walk would, off stage. Yeah. You walk would off that stage. Been, would, then you'd have a, a hundred people angry with you. Because you've left, they've stood in line, and now you've left. Yeah, but physically getting in the eternal right, no, but I'm saying if you're at a, acceptable. I'm saying if you're at a point where you're about to pop like that, then you walk away. You I'm walk not, off stage. I'm certainly not um, excusing his behavior. I'm just saying I, I guess maybe there's a part of me that sees it as a little understandable. But, I, I mean, if you watch the video, when I watched the video, I was like, oh, okay, nope, sorry. He, I heard his voice yeah. right there, done, you're gone. Disney's response to this, this seems to be a blatant attempt by a lawyer to generate publicity for a case that has no merit. If anything, all this video shows is a family of misbehaving guests deliberately provoking a character for their own malicious amusement. Go watch the video. I think that statement from Disney is outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. This character grabbed a 14-year-old girl in an inappropriate manner. Period. You all, any, anybody out there listening that has children, some kid, it doesn't matter what your kid does. Don't touch them. That character grabs your kids. Oh, my God. What, what are you going to do? Rabbit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The thing would have been on a spit. So There's for no Disney doubt. to sit here and say that this has no merit because, no, what they're actually saying here is that the racial case has no merit, and they're saying a lawyer drummed, drummed this up to prove that the white rabbit is out of control. Um, and I'm not going to comment on the racial case because I don't know that it has no merit. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that it has no merit. And no, this doesn't help Mm-mm. because this is clearly a, a cast member out of control. Now, somebody in the general public who doesn't understand Disney, doesn't understand how these characters work and uh, what's supposed to be done and not supposed to be done, might look at this and say, oh, they were provoking him. So he just, mm, nope, this, there's a, there, there are strict rules about what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do. And this guy broke the rules. This guy was wrong. And here Disney says, a blatant attempt by a lawyer to generate publicity for a case that has no merit and blames the guests takes no responsibility for what's in that video, clearly in that video. I don't care what else is going on. Watch the video. The cast member was clearly wrong. Should the kids have been pulling on his tail? No. But it's Disneyland. They're 14. Right. They weren't beating on him. They weren't kicking him. They weren't spitting on him, throwing things at him. They pulled his tail. They pulled his tail. I also have another idea. What if this was, and I don't know that this is, this is purely speculation. Was it the father that was videotaping this? The father of the two girls was videotaping. What if this was a setup? Well, that's what this, that's what Disney is Well, I mean, you know, did we actually land on the moon or was it done in a soundstage in Burbank? Yes, but two 14-year-olds, there's not enough at Disneyland to do. You have to harass a cast member. Well, and I think to myself, 14 years old you're all, is old enough to know better. Look... When you watch that video, I'm, there seems uh, look, to be I'm sort not of a saying, mob look, mentality too. There seems to be a lot of that. And again, I'm not again. I'm not excusing his behavior. I'm just looking for explanations for it. Well, we don't know what happened before that video either. Right, right. But I don't need to. 
I don't need to. This is the guy who's being paid to play a role. And if your job is to do it a certain way because there's a standard that Disney has that's always been very high, especially with their costume characters, I, 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 if this guy isn't fired on the spot after that video came out, if that guy wasn't fired on the spot after it happened, there's something wrong. Why isn't the father being held to any responsibility for not telling the kids, stop what you're doing? No, that, you're behaving a, badly. That's a, a, a great argument. That's a great argument. I don't think their behavior was that outrageous. Certainly nowhere near as outrageous as the character's behavior was. That's my thing. Yeah. Is that I, I, you know, when I saw two girls, two 14-year-old girls being mischievous, um, I don't think under any circumstances they would have expected, if they wanted to get a reaction out of that character, then they would have done something like kick them or... And 14-year-old girls are silly. I mean, they could have just been, you never know, they could have been like, oh, I want to see what his tail feels like. No, you do it. You do it. You know? Just go pull his tail. Yeah. Go pull his tail. Yeah. I mean... I, you know, and I, after, after the last incident, why hasn't there been training? Why hasn't there been... Well, I think this happened before the racial incident. Oh, I think this okay. was... I think what happened was the lawyer representing the family... Yeah, this who's video claiming, was in June. Right. The lawyer who's representing the family think, who claimed yeah, the white yeah. rabbit did this to this black family um, apparently found this mm-hmm. guy and, his, and the video... So that's why Disney is saying that it's just, you know, the lawyer for that other family trying to jump, drum up publicity. In chat, they're telling me that the father in the video is encouraging the kids to do it. Okay. Look. Cut to me. <laughs> cut. <clears throat> I understand all that. I'm not saying the father was right. I'm not saying the kids were right to do it. There is no question. No question that the cast member in that character outfit was wrong. None whatsoever. And if your kids are being mischievous, and if even if you're like encouraging them to be mischievous, you're not actually telling them to go hurt somebody. Do you want anybody touching your kids? Do you want anyone touching your children? Answer that question for me in the chat room. Do you want anyone under any circumstances, no matter what your child does, shy of pulling out a gun, do you want anyone touching your kids? And if you can say yes to that, then God bless you. But if it was me, if it was me, absolutely not. Or they're saying that everybody was wrong. Not as wrong as the cast member was. My opinion. So it it kind of now leads me to believe that if the father's encouraging them to do that and the same lawyer has found this man with this video, it smells dirty to me. But understand, it happened happened months before. But still not defending the cast member. But this sounds like, you know, the father's encouraging them to do this. The The way the news presented it, it actually sounded like this was done after. Like they, they no, I think this is from and the story June. That no, you're you right. Read, yeah. You're right. I'm just saying this is the way I, when I read the news story and I saw the video clip from the news story, they made it sound like this incident occurred after the original right. incident and it was then presented to this lawyer. So the fact that it wasn't, it didn't occur that way, this is, you know, whatever the circumstances of the other situation, this is a fault on Disney's part to not train their cast appropriately. 
in how to react or provide them with the tools or provide them with a handler. What you, you probably have limited vision inside of a white rabbit. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. That just sounds weird. <laughs> you yeah. do. All right. Thank you very much, John. Let's move on to rapid fire. I'm actually going to go first since we were talking about Universal. We'll have some good news about Universal. Their upcoming Cabana Bay Resort is now accepting reservations. Uh, The resort is themed around iconic beach resorts of the 1950s and the 1960s and will feature 900 guest rooms and 900 family suites. The resort will have a 10-lane bowling alley and Universal's first Lazy River. Guest rooms will start at $119 per night. And family suites will start at $174 per night. And according to Universal, if you stay longer, longer, you'll receive a 25% discount, probably paid for with the money they're saving, not paying health insurance for their part-time workers. Um, they don't say what constitutes a longer stay, but based on what's been released, it's looking like it would be uh, if you stay five nights or longer, you'll qualify for some kind Long, of discount. Longer than what you planned. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Universal says that a family of four will be able to book a seven-night package that includes theme park tickets for $47 per person per night, which is just over $1,300 wow. for eight days, seven nights. That's, so now, this is the one that you don't get front-of-the-line access. Well, that's that. what's not included with this is front-of-the-line access in the parks. For that, you'll need to book Royal Pacific Hard Rock or Portofino Bay. Um, reservations are now being accepted for the North Courtyard Building, which has 600 family suites for arrival starting March 31st, 2014. And the the South Courtyard will open later that year. Um, Whatever complaints I may have with Universal from time to time, I have no complaint at all with Lowe's, uh, which is the chain that operates these hotels. Uh, Lowe's opens a hotel. It's going to be a good hotel. I've never seen a bad Lowe's. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about this. I also think this price point, for a what do we say these were 600 square feet these uh, family suites well that's um, nice size i may have that wrong that sounds really big. i think it was 470 really 470 big. excuse me 470 square foot sleep six 174 dollars a night they're going right after uh they're going right after uh, art of animation we were over in that area um this weekend i think and we could see it being built it's almost unbelievable to think that it's going to be done by March of 2014, because it's literally just the first floor is poured. But it's on that weird piece of land actually across from Universal. If you drive down, I don't know. Where Islands of Adventure is on one side. Right, right. It's sort of that weird thing. So it's right behind Royal Pacific. Exactly. Yeah, and like right behind Jurassic Park as well. And also backs up to the high school, to Dr. Phillips High Mm. School. Imagine what torture it is going to Dr. Phillips High School, looking out the window and seeing all the roller coasters. Well, you're right behind um, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. You can hear that all day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. All right. So that's my rapid fire, John. All right. Mine is um, Earl of Sandwich has a, a limited time winter special menu. Uh, there's a chicken and pesto pomodoro sandwich, mac and cheese, Mediterranean pasta salad, uh, all through April of April 14th of 2013, you can get these items. However, the big reveal is they have a new brownie ice cream sandwich. It's basically two brownies with ice cream in the middle. Chocolate ice cream. Chocolate ice cream. Or vanilla. You can get it with vanilla. Do we have the picture Why of that by any chance? I did. I tweeted it. I thought maybe I sent yeah, it to these Yeah, we guys. did. We included that. That was included with your rapid fire. I thought it was. I didn't have it. Sorry. 
Anyway, uh-huh. it's very impressive. And the holiday sandwich is a permanent menu item. Oh, yeah. You stole someone else's rapid fire. Oh, I'm so sorry. Here, do you want mine? <laughs> the holiday That's sandwich fine. is going to be part of the regular menu now. Whose did I steal? Craig's. Yeah, I knew that's what he had. So, (laughs) sorry, Craig. For those of us who love Earl's sandwich, this is cool to have this this extra stuff for a limited time. But really, check out the ice cream sandwich. I got to tell you, I'm tired of limited time magic. I want it all the time. (laughs) Really, (laughs) I feel cheated. I do. Just put it out there all the time. Thank you, John. Kevin. This is actually for Craig because I stole his. I'm doing it by proxy. Uh, Coming to the America Pavilion at Epcot, uh, noted noted African-American art and artifacts are going to be on display. I'm really kind of excited about this. This is part of the Kinsey Collection, which is one of the largest uh, collections of African-American art. And it's going to begin in March, uh, the middle of March, and it's going to be here uh, all year. I think this is really great. I think finally something is, worth. I think this is what Epcot's missing. When I used to go to Epcot, this was something that I thought was pretty cool. They used to have stuff like this all the time. I think the last thing I remember seeing like this were the Terracotta Warriors in China. Mm. So, which is an amazing exhibit. It is, but I think you can have fun and be entertained and learn at the same time. And I think this scene sounds pretty cool. It does. uh, I haven't heard anything in a long time that's made me think, oh, I need to make a special trip to see this. This is something I need to make a special trip to go see. Right. Cool. Thank you, Kevin. Julie. The Disney Junior Live show over at um, Disney's Hollywood Studios is getting a makeover once again. Um, Doc McStuffins. Okay. Favorite name ever. And uh, I go so many places with that. (laughs) Sophia the first are going to be joining the lineup um, along with Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Is there a Sophia the second? No, she's the first. Now that sounds like a drag name. (laughs) No, she's super adorable. And um, And Doc McStuffins is a stripper. (laughs) No, Doc McStuffins, she doctors all of the toys in the neighborhood. What's a she? Yeah, she's adorable. I thought Corey sent photos to you guys of each one of these. Um, so in mid, well, actually this month it started here in Walt Disney World, and then next month it starts over in California Adventure. But um, Doc McStuffins, she is a, a doctor. She's a young girl. I guess her age is anywhere between six and ten. She takes care of all the little neighborhood um, stuffed animals and toys that are broken. She fixes them. And then Sophia the First is a brand new show they just premiered in January, and it's all about a little girl who becomes a princess overnight. I could sing the song for you, but I won't. Please, thank you. <laughs> Isn't that already um, a movie? The, the, it, well, it was a movie. They premiered the it as a Diaries. movie. No, Sophia the First, they premiered it as a movie, and then they made it into a little 30-minute show that comes on, a new one comes on once a week, but they rerun them like crazy. Ferris and Finley both love this show. And actually, um, Ariel Winter from Modern Family, she plays Alex. Oh, okay. She is the girl who voices, well, I know as long as the singing, she's the one who sings all the Princess Sophia songs. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, she her, can sing. Yeah. It's actually, she's actually very good, I think. Perfect for this. So I'm excited. Um, I can't wait to take Ferris and Finley over to see it. And it, it's, you know, it's a little 20-minute show, puppets and stuff like that. So Awesome. Nice little update. Thank you, Jules. Walter. Okay, the Dapper Dan, the original boy band from February 25th to March the 3rd. They will be singing a medley from famous boy bands, One Directions, Backstreet Boys, and NSYNC. So the Dapper Dans are billing themselves as the original boy band? Yes. They are. From 1901? <laughs> Early 1900s, yes. yes. The original, the original, the original boy, boy band. band. So, 
That they are be billing. They are billing it as the original boy band, and that's just, this is part of limited time magic. <laughs> I get to watch a bunch of seventy year olds sing in sync songs, <laughs> but only Let's until March third. Do so. I don't think the Dapper Dan's are original. <laughs> I think them, some of them have moved on. I think it's kind of like Menudo. And when you say moved on, you mean literally <laughs> passed on. Is that what you're moved on to the other dimension. I think once they reach a certain age, they put in younger people. Like Menudo. <laughs> okay. Not touching Menudo. Oh. I'd 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 be the only the one. <laughs> I'd be the only one. <laughs> These jokes are so easy. <laughs> You'd have to resign as Pope. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, oh no. no, 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 okay, no, 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 Dustin, next, <laughs> next. All right, moving right along, um, over at the uh, Animal Kingdom, we, uh, the Beastly Bazaar has uh, now changed from a shop to a character meet and greet location, um, and that's where you're going to be able to find Mickey and Minnie from now on. They used to be over at Camp Mini Mickey with all the other characters, um, but they've been working on the Beastly Bazaar, gutting it out, making it uh, appropriate for a character meet and greet location. Uh, and it it's just a move of the characters. And they've been doing that a lot in the Animal Kingdom, but it kind of raises the question, why exactly are they moving them From Camp Mickey Mini. From Camp Mini Mickey. Because <laughs> it's not going to be that. Right, exactly. There hasn't been any real construction or anything going on back there, but that's obviously rumored to be where Avatar Land is going to be in the future. So, uh, Mickey and Minnie are over in Discovery They're going to put down a twister mat and call it Avatar Land. Yeah. Step on the blue dots. Step on the blue dots. All right, thank you, Dustin. Craig? Um, Well, yeah, we already covered it. The holiday sandwich is going to be coming back as a regular time menu item at Earl. Uh, It's starting on March 4th. Along with that one is also going to be the chicken avocado and chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah, Uh, Mm. that was the limited time sandwich over wintertime. And I had it once before and it was really good. I enjoy it. So it's definitely a good addition. Awesome. Thank you, Craig and Shawnee Pooh. All right, let me lean into my microphone. Uh, five new restaurants have been added to the annual pass discount. Um, Gico, Hollywood Brown Derby, Beer Garden, Shutters, and Boat Rights. You can now get a 10% off discount with your annual pass. Three out of five ain't bad. Nice. I didn't know that so many offered that discount. But there's actually a really long list, so we'll link to it in the show notes. But it doesn't count for alcohol, so not like Tables in Wonderland. But still, for food. Awesome. Dustin, I have to tell you, you've just replaced Channing Tatum on someone's pass list. What, oh. what does that mean? You, not sure. you know when you're in a relationship and there's one that one person and your partner says, well, if you can get that person, you have a pass. To sleep with them. I've never heard okay. of Okay, you really. Not heard that. Of all the things that don't need to be discussed on wow. the show. What? Thanks. And Dustin has no idea what that means. That's the chatterati for you. That's you the never chat- know what they're going to say. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Uh, we asked for some uh, closing segment ideas last week, and we had many submitted to us. And uh, one of the ones came from Sean McNamara in Lake Worth, Florida, and he suggested we do a Where in the World segment, where we'll take a picture somewhere on Disney property here in Orlando, and you'll have to guess where it was taken. Uh, for those listening to the show, not watching the video, you can go to disunplug.com and see the photo. For those watching live and on YouTube, you can see it right now. This is the photo. You'll need to send in your answer to podcast 
at disunplugged.com no later than midnight Eastern time, Monday, March 4th, 2013. The more specific you are about where this is located, the more likely you are to win. So if we get a lot of right answers, but one was more specific than the next, we're going to go with the one that was most specific. We'll select one person at random from all the correct answers we receive, and that person will get a $50 Disney gift card. I have no idea. I will not win this. I <laughs> know I'm not eligible. You're not eligible, <laughs> dear. But, uh, yeah, so let's show it one more time. All right. That's hard. Tell us where that is. And the more specific you can be, the better. And, and for those watching right now, if you want to get another look at it once we're done, just go to the um, – once we get the show up, we'll have it. Yeah, after, after sometime this evening, it'll be on disunplugged.com. Yep. And those listening, that's where you can see it. Send it into podcast at disunplugged.com. No later than midnight, Eastern Time, Monday, March 4th, 2013. So with that – that will do it for this episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. For those watching us live, stay tuned for our next segment where Chef Tyler from Il Molino will show us how he makes Papa Adele, followed by Kevin and John's review of the restaurant. Thanks for being with us, everybody. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Oh, I have no outro music. You I'm have one. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> you have won. Boy, oh, boy. Goodbye.